December 27th, Revelation chapter 18, verses 1 through 24. After all this, I, John, saw another angel come down from heaven with great authority, and the earth grew bright with his splendor. He gave a mighty shout, Babylon is fallen, that great city is fallen. She has become the hideout of demons and evil spirits, a nest for filthy buzzards, and a den for dreadful beasts. For all the nations have drunk the wine of her passionate immorality. The rulers of the world have committed adultery with her, and merchants throughout the world have grown rich as a result of her luxurious living. Then I heard another voice calling from heaven, Come away from her, my people. Do not take part in her sins, or you will be punished with her. For her sins are piled as high as heaven, and God is ready to judge her for her evil deeds. Do to her as she has done to your people. Give her a double penalty for all her evil deeds. She brewed a cup of terror for others. So give her twice as much as she gave out. She has lived in luxury and pleasure. So match it now with torments and sorrows. She boasts, I am queen on my throne. I am no helpless widow. I will not experience sorrow. Therefore, the sorrows of death and mourning and famine will overtake her in a single day. She will be utterly consumed by fire, for the Lord God who judges her is mighty. And the rulers of the world who took part in her immoral acts and engaged her great luxury will mourn for her as they see the smoke rising from her charred remains. They will stand at a distance, terrified by her great torment. They will cry out, How terrible! How terrible for Babylon, that great city! In one single moment, God's judgment came on her. The merchants of the world will weep and mourn for her, for there is no one left to buy their goods. She bought great quantities of gold, silver, jewels, pearls, fine linen, purple dye, silk, scarlet cloth, every kind of perfumed wood, ivory goods, objects made of expensive wood, bronze, iron, and marble. She also bought cinnamon, spice, incense, myrrh, frankincense, wine, olive oil, fine flour, wheat, cattle, sheep, horses, chariots, and slaves. Yes, she even traded in human lives. All the fancy things you loved so much are gone, they cry. The luxuries and splendor that you prized so much will never be yours again. They are gone forever. The merchants who became wealthy by selling her these things will stand at a distance, terrified by her great torment. They will weep and cry. How terrible, how terrible for that great city! She was so beautiful, like a woman clothed in finest purple and scarlet linens, decked out with gold and precious stones and pearls. And in one single moment, all the wealth of the city is gone. And all the shipowners and captains of the merchant ships and their crews will stand at a distance. They will weep as they watch the smoke ascend, and they will say, where in all the world is there another city like this? And they will throw dust on their heads to show their great sorrow. And they will say, How terrible, how terrible for that great city! She made us all rich from her great wealth. 
and now in a single hour it is all gone. But you, O heaven, rejoice over her fate, and you also rejoice, O holy people of God and apostles and prophets, for at last God has judged her on your behalf. Then a mighty angel picked up a boulder as large as a great millstone. He threw it into the ocean and shouted, Babylon, the great city, will be thrown down as violently as I have thrown away this stone, and she will disappear forever. Never again will the sound of music be heard there. No more harps, songs, flutes, or trumpets. There will be no industry of any kind, and no more milling of grain. Her nights will be dark, without a single lamp. There will be no happy voices of brides and grooms. This will happen because her merchants, who were the greatest in the world, deceived the nations with her sorceries. In her streets, the blood of the prophets was spilled. She was the one who slaughtered God's people all over the world. This week's Bible Meditation, Psalms 73, 25, and 26. Whom have I in heaven but you, and there is none upon the earth that I desire beside you? My flesh and my heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Exhort one another every day. You know why it says every day? Because you're being lied to every day. You are. Your flesh is lying to you. The world is lying to you. The devil's lying to you. Andy Nassali's message. You got, through, through social media and all advertising, all TV programs, all movies, they all lie. All of them lie. I'd like to give examples right now, but they're all lying to you. Every day they're lying to you. So, it's no accident that verse 13 says, exhort one another every day. So when I said, uh, you have a small group that meets every two weeks, that's fine. Just use email and be on the phone a lot. In other words, the, the pocket gatherings of, of weekly or biweekly are to establish relationships that get this thing going for every day. You think you don't need this every day. You don't know what you're up against. I'm so thankful for email and people that love my soul and have the courage to tell me things. This is your calling. This is your calling as a Christian. No matter what occupation or vocation you do, this is your calling. Christian friendships exist for this, namely to say things that keep each other believing. Small groups exist for this, to say things that keep each other believing. Christian counseling exists for this, to say things that keep each other believing. Church planting teams, oh, how crucial, in Afghanistan or wherever. Church planting teams Exist for this. Keep each other believing. 
Christian marriage and parenting exists for this. Keep her believing. Yes, wives, keep him believing. Whatever you have to say, whatever you have to do, it is clear, is it not, what we need to say. If the essence of deceit, sin, hardness, unbelief, falling away, eternal destruction, if, if, the, if the essence of the deceit is God is less to be desired than blank, what are you going to say? He's better. He's better. Christ is better. His way is better. And a thousand experiential and biblical ways of showing that he's better. That's what you're going to say, right? And if that's right, and Hebrews 11 illustrates it with... Even the reproaches of Christ are better than the pleasures of Egypt. Chapter 11, verse 26. Even the reproaches of the Christ are greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt. If, if that's the positive things we're going to say, the negative is also true. You're going to die if you don't turn around. You're going to say, the pleasures of Egypt are fleeting. Don't go there. You will perish in the Red Sea. If you go there, you'll die in the wilderness. If you go there, and we will warn them. I have a letter here. This is sent to me. I love to save letters. This is back when people wrote letters, 1992, handwritten by a young woman who was going here in the 80s and she was living in fornication, and her conscience was bothering her, and uh, she came to see me. We drew that out, and after a little while, I said to her, you know, don't you, that if you continue in this, you'll go to hell. Here's what she wrote seven years later. 1985, so it was written in 92, 1985. I wonder whether you remember a very much younger me sitting in your office and telling you I was afraid God would have to use a car accident or some other awful event to get my attention. You pointed out that the consequences of my deliberate choice to continue sinning would be nothing short of hell itself. No one had ever before told me I was headed for hell. Missionary kid that I was saved, in quotes, at age six. It was a turning point in my life. And I have wanted to thank you and tell you that ever since. I assured mom that a warning such as that in 1985 conversation made me feel the more loved after I heard what you really think of it in listening to your message that you cared enough to tell me a stranger at the time means more than ever with the echo in my ears your compassion came through to me you say he's better and you say 
if you don't turn and fight this, you're going to perish. You say that to your roommate. You say it to your child. Psalm 146, verses 1 through 10. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, I tell myself. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God, even with my dying breath. Don't put your confidence in powerful people. There is no help for you there. When their breathing stops, they return to the earth. And in a moment, all their plans come to an end. But happier those who have the God of Israel as their helper, whose hope is in the Lord their God. He is the one who made heaven and earth, the sea, and everything in them. He is the one who keeps every promise forever, who gives justice to the oppressed and food to the hungry. The Lord frees the prisoners. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts the burdens of those bent beneath their loads. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord protects the foreigners among us. He cares for the orphans and widows. But He frustrates the plans of the wicked. The Lord will reign forever. O Jerusalem, your God is King in every generation. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 30 Verse 33 As the beating of cream yields butter, and a blow to the nose causes bleeding, so anger causes quarrels. <laughs>